welcome back to the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. Making decisions on your target audiences for talent marketing is actually more difficult than you might come to think. And the key to any effective marketing is that it is very targeted. You just need to know how to target it because uh, targeting your marketing in recruitment cases for your applicants and candidates or the prospective applicants and candidates is a very different kind of targeting as it is when you actually choose your target audiences for employer branding. The thing with targeting is that the more targeted your messages are, the more likely your intended target audience will find them interesting. And uh, interesting means that they actually understand what you're saying, that they are being persuaded by your message and they become inspired to act on it. And every time uh, your message doesn't seem to work, you need to sit down and evaluate if you were specific about uh, enough about your intentions and specific enough about the people that you wanted to actually notice your message and then act on it. Hi, my name is Susanna Rantanen and I teach modern employer branding and talent marketing to aspiring talent marketing professionals, people like yourself, who want to develop their skills, deepen their knowledge, become more strategic and build a successful career focusing in marketing and communication targeted to talent audiences. In this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I tell you what are the two very common mistakes you need to avoid when it comes to choosing your target audiences for your strategic employer branding. And this episode continues with the theme I started last week with uh, episode 83, which was uh, talent target audiences in talent marketing. Now, this topic of target audiences is, uh, I think, a topic that many employer branding practitioners struggle, especially when they need to make difficult choices and decisions for their modern employer brand strategy. Now, if you didn't listen to last week's episode 83, I recommend that you listen to it as well. You don't need to listen to it first. You can listen to it after this episode. It's just that I explained in that episode what the word talent actually means in this context of a talent audience, because it's very important for you to understand that we're not talking about just any job seeker. In that episode, I also answered the question, what is a talent marketing audience? And in fact, I introduced a very different approach to segmenting your talent marketing audiences, which will make more sense, especially in next week's episode, where I talk about how to choose your target audiences in employer branding. But I think that that episode 83 from last week will help you a lot in terms of Uh, working with uh, target talent audiences. So do listen to that as well. And it's very easy. Just click back on the previous episode 83 if you are on a podcast app. And if you're listening to this episode on my website, themodernemployerbrand.com, the link to episode 83 is just below this embedded player window. So last week, I brought it to your attention that 
most people who start working in employer branding get confused about the talent audiences, about their target audiences for the employer brand. And uh, in this week's episode, which is a little bit shorter one, but I wanted to sort of dedicate an episode just for dealing with uh, uh, and talking about what I find that are the two most common mistakes uh, people do when it comes to making those important talent target audience decisions. And you have to do these decisions when you are working with strategic employer branding. So the two most common mistakes are thinking that your recruitment profiles make up your employer brand audiences. Or if if you are working in a larger organization and uh, instead of recruitment profiles, you have defined uh, uh, your sort of uh, primary positions and roles in your company, then thinking that all of those make up your employer brand audiences. Or wanting to include just about everybody you employ and hire who's on your payroll in your employer brand audience. Now, let me explain why both of these are mistakes. When you confuse your employer brand target audience as your recruitment profile or as you know all of the positions and roles that you have defined or or your HR has defined as your company, you know, primary roles and positions, you are going to create yourself and other people who are uh, doing employer branding an impossible task. The impossible task of building an effective employer brand to multiple, I mean, like double, triple, multiple, even tens and or hundreds of audiences. Because you will never have enough time, money, and other resources available to you to tend to such vast audience. Your employer branding will fail before you even get started. And literally, to effectively build an employer brand that delivers measurable employer branding results to tens or hundreds of audiences would require many millions of dollars or euros as a budget every year. I mean, you can understand that you will never have enough resources to cover tens of, you know, such a vast audience. So, you know, being very specific on a position and role level makes a lot of sense in recruiting because you have to, but it doesn't make any sense in employer branding. The other uh, reason Uh, is that not everybody that your company hires are your relevant employee branding audience. Now, do not take this in the wrong way. This doesn't mean that everybody who works for you or everybody that you hire are an important in the role that they are working or or in the role that they are being hired to uh, fulfill the task that they're being paid to do or asked to do. It's just that employee branding has a very different objective than hiring. The objective for employer branding, like all branding, you know, be it for a company or a product or a service, is to position that subject of the brand firmly as something specific and significantly different 
than the other relevant comparable brands offer. And it isn't positioning firmly as something specific if you try to brand yourself as somebody that caters to everyone. So when you hire, you need to campaign for a specific need of specific people for which that position is a suitable or even the only viable solution for. But when you build a brand, you you position as something specific. So not everybody you hire in terms of positions and roles make up your relevant employer brand audience, even if they do make up your recruitment marketing audience. What happens in both of those scenarios is that uh, if you try to include or when you try to include everybody, you will make it very difficult to pick up a common theme that fits everybody, which then makes your employer brand messages uninteresting to most of your audiences because you have to be so general that they kind of fit everybody that, that they turn into uninteresting. They, they, they just don't win anyone's attention anymore. And when your messages fail to interest uh, you're not going to captivate your audience attention and, and their minds. I mean, you're you're going to fail in that too. And that then that's like talking to a brick wall. Absolutely no impact whatsoever. So the key to building a modern employer brand is to position as a specific kind of an employer and a place to work for specific kinds of talents in a specific industry. And this is you know, what I teach and how, how my method works as well. Obviously, I mean, that's how my method works because that's uh, that's how I developed it. And I only teach how my method works and how to do employer branding according to that. So it's literally about uh, boxing your business as an employer in such ways that differentiate your company as an employer and differentiate your company clearly from the other similar options that your talent audiences are looking at and uh, considering. But when you when we talk about competing employers, don't make the mistake of thinking that uh, your competing employers are the same as your competing businesses. They're not necessary. You are no longer a similar option when you differentiate yourself as an employer clearly from the other similar options your talent audiences are looking at and and, and assessing. In fact, now you seem to be the only available option, option because, whoa, there is no other place like yours. So it's really important to understand developing your employer awareness among of your relevant audiences and that is a different act with a different purpose than than building an actual employer brand which you want to really resonate in your ideal target audiences so the difference between a relevant talent audience and an ideal talent audience is that relevant talent audience would be let's say uh, everybody who teaches marketing or everybody who sells B2B or everybody who knows how to uh, develop a WordPress uh, website or everybody who works in software development or everybody who works in recruiting. That would be relevant audience. But then the relevant and ideal would be then those people who uh, want to, who are greatly inspired for the same purpose as you know what your company has would find it very natural and and uh, 
easy to just kind of fit into your organization and and work the way you guys do, you know, for the customer uh, promise that you have and 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 just find it like a really naturally fitting working environment for themselves. Those would be your relevant and ideal audiences. So when you build, when you develop your employer awareness, you want to become, you want the entire or the you know maximum amount of the relevant target audiences to become aware that you exist. But then when you build the employer brand out of those relevant people, you want actually the ideal ones to fall in love with what you represent to them. So that's that's the difference between employee, uh, developing employee awareness and um, then building an actual employer brand. But uh, when we talk about the tar- target audience, I want you to sort of shift your focus and your mind from the recruitment target audiences, because unless you are, let's say, a recruitment agency and you would only, you know, want to be become aware in the uh, uh, target audience of people who have been working and want to work in recruiting. Uh, uh, if you are hiring to multiple roles, you want to like stop thinking about the roles and the positions when you think about employee branding and find the common denominator between all of those people who can do all of those jobs that you hire for and you pay for. Uh, you want to segment them into a different kind of a group that uh, makes sense to all of them and that you can find the key messages that are interesting to all of them. So you want to take yourself, lift yourself away from the recruitment thinking and um, think about the people instead about the positions and the roles. Now, uh, growing awareness is important in all of your uh, relevant target audiences. That needs to take place on your career side and in all of your uh, employer branding messages, in all of your candidate communication, in all of your recruitment marketing messages, in your internal communication, in all of your onboarding of new employees, in, in your development discussions, in your weekly and bi-weekly and monthly and quarterly and bi-annual and annual internal meetings and reviews, in your social media bios and so on. You want your relevant target audiences to understand that box that you belong to. But the actual employer branding your company as, you know, something specific and significantly different is the different strategy with different messages, uh, as that is all about differentiating from your key competitors for the same talent. So you want to, what I want you to think is stop thinking employer branding target audiences are the same as your recruitment profiles or the positions and roles that you hire for in your organization. Just think about the people that can deliver your customer promise and, you know, contribute to your business strategy and who would find it ideal for them to work in your culture, you know, according to your values, uh, delivering your purpose and your mission, regardless of what their competence and their skills are or what their degree is or, you know, where they are working now or where they used to work. So you want to shift away from that if that helps you at all. So stop thinking about recruitment profiles, positions and roles when you think about your target audiences for employer branding. Now, I know how painful it is to have to make those decisions about your target audiences. And I've helped many hundreds of employer branding practitioners to make that call. And I I know that it's tough, but marketing never works if it's meant 
for everybody. And the only way to do effective employer branding uh, is to have enough resources to tailor your different messages and actions and images and videos and other content, uh, have different landing pages uh, for those audiences that that you need to impact and influence. And uh, think about if you have to do tailored messages and actions and collateral and activities, think about how many target audiences could you handle to do all of this for? So you kind of get the point why you why less is more. <laughs> why less really is more. So at the branding level, you just can't use the exactly the same messages and content to every single audience in terms of if you, if you are trying to cater to them, uh, you know, based on their position and their role. So otherwise you would need just so many resources that you probably never get that. So what I want you to know is that effective employer branding involves daily activities and actions at the back and creating new content and messages and planning and scheduling and analyzing and at the front end, publishing and sharing content, marketing content, promoting content, and especially having conversations with the members in your talent audiences to build that relationship. And it takes time and it's tough thing to have to make those decisions about your target audience, but you have to. If becoming an employer brand manager is a career dream or a career plan for you, or if you are already working in that role in, with that title, or if you have a different title, but you are the owner of the employer brand, then it's the job of you, the responsibility of you to make this tough decision about who to target your employer branding activities. So you want to start from avoiding those two mistakes at any cost. As an employer brand manager or owner, you are responsible to make these kind of required decisions about who the target audience is for your employer branding messages and who they're not. So that's a strategic decision. We are going to focus on these target audiences and we made a decision not to focus on the other audiences. And uh, it will really greatly help you when you can shift your mind from that uh, sort of thought and thinking, uh, very common mistake that your employee branding audience is the same as who you target your recruitment messages to. Alrighty, come back again next week because in the episode next week, I will give you a few tips on how to then choose your target talent audiences for employer branding. My name is Susanna Randanen, and I teach modern talent marketing and employer branding online at Talent Marketing School. Find out more information or refer back to what I said in this episode at the modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 84 show notes page. And, uh, you know, check out talentmarketingschool.com more for more about telemarketing school-related information. Well, see you here or hear, hear you here next week again. Moi moi.